Hello, everyone. This is a special episode that is part of the Founder Series, an original podcast series by Behind the Human. And I'm your host, as you know, Mark Champagne, and it's in collaboration with Wisdom Ventures. And it's a series exploring the mental fitness practices, rituals, and sources of wisdom fueling founders who are scaling compassion and wellness. Because when minds thrive, so do innovations, teams, and businesses. We all win. Today, we've got Marie Sierra from Oye. And I can't wait because it's, I mean, having been in the app space myself, those of you know my backstory, I'm always A, um, I guess I could say impress and admire anyone that takes on the digital uh, wellness world and produces products to to, to help other people because I know it's not easy to to put something out that's really good and, and high quality and given there's so much out there to compete and and uh, I don't want to say compete because I think we there's more than enough uh, you know more more than enough help to go around I guess you can say but nonetheless I'll, I'll, what I would say is just it's an honor Marie to uh, that you're on the show and, and talking about or talking within the series and the work that you do so thank you thank you for being here thank you Mark for inviting me to share more about this journey I really resonate with uh, the scaling compassion mission that that you have and I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell me a little bit about your journey in, you know, uh this this work that you're doing? Like where did it all start? I mean, there's 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 the the app and the platform that we're going to talk about, but where did it all start for you? Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm originally from Mexico City. I did okay. my masters in San Francisco, California. So I lived there for five years studying design and I worked in the tech space, but I also intentionally moved to San Francisco because at the time I was already a yoga teacher, passionate about meditation and embodiment practices. And I knew that San Francisco was like a mecca of consciousness practices and at the same time, technology and design and innovation. So I always wanted to find a sweet spot for for myself mm. to like innovate and at the same time deepen my practice and and scale the work of helping other people embody and be more true to their healing journeys through practices through embodiment through the mind body connection and i myself have suffered the use of technology like you know i grew up without a cell phone and then i i in yeah. In the years later, we had to become really savvy and even create products for others. And so I always had this very clear intention of wanting to design better products, more human products, uh, I mean, technology products that would take into yeah. account our body, our posture, our emotions. And so navigating the San Francisco crowd... Of course, I met um, the Wisdom 2.0 folks a while back and and many other communities that are really, I think, pushing the boundaries of what good design means uh, that takes into the wisdom traditions and embodiment practices. And so I left San Francisco, I came back to Mexico, and I had been a little disconnected from the tech world, focusing much more in my practice as a healer and as a a psychotherapist and a dancer and a mover. Mm. 
But during the pandemic, I again got this like stroke of insight of saying, I cannot just leave my technology background in the back. And I need to- What were you hearing? Like what was coming up? What was that? What were were those whispers for you? Ah, those whispers. That's a great question. Well, I was myself feeling very um, like anxious and disconnected from- from actual the, the actual juice of what technology products could give me. I was just like, you know, scrolling for information or consuming passively instead of feeling that I was like actively creating something that yeah. was helping others. And I was feeling also like conversations around me that of people feeling very anxious and just with mental health issues coming up and a lot of isolation and solitude and and so that's when Oye comes into the picture so I kept in touch with a few well with you know several friends and and colleagues and uh, a friend invited me for a conversation because they were intending to create a mental health app for Latin American youth because there was this really big trend of, you know, suicide attempts and anxiety and depression, younger mm-hmm. generation in Latin America. And it was just very real, present and, and yeah. real. And so I said, I want to join a team of people that are trying to provide tools and solutions for a, gener- a generation that maybe wasn't as exposed to embodiment as us or meditation or that even see it as something that is foreign to them and so it's like okay how can we then use technology and design and media and fashion and culture to actually bring those practices closer to what the pulse of this generation is looking for i love it i'm just i just pulled up the app again because it's i love the i love the um what would you say? Is this like a, a kind of the graph? Uh, I see you see this in a SWOT analysis normally, you know, like uh, the 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 axes and whatnot. And I love this is how you determine, you know, your how you're feeling, like high energy or low energy, open or closed. Uh-huh. How did you, how did you guys come to that to those those markers? Yeah, let's talk about that. Well, so that was originally an idea that we came up with. Um, from from my therapeutic background, that is always okay. how I open the conversation. When someone comes into the room, it's like, "How are you feeling today?" Like, how, yeah, like actually asking actually that, asking <laughs> that right? question with a tone of presence and attention. Maybe just asking that question has gotten people into tears. Just how are you arriving yeah. today? How is your body feeling right now? And we thought, okay, how do we translate that candor into a digital app that can help people inquire into really how they are feeling right now? So it's two basic questions and a quadrant. Do you have high energy or low energy? Are you feeling closed or open to life right now? And those basic questions give us like a, a map to navigate what emotions are present in our life, in our body. Mm. And so you, where, whether you choose left or right, up or, up or down, 
you locate yourself in the quadrant, and then we throw out a series of emotions that are associated with that high-intensity energy or low-intensity energy or openness or closed. And there's yeah. a lot of somatics behind that logic of um, categorizing emotions by high-intensity, low-intensity, open or closed, if you think about it. So yeah. there's like fear, for example, is a contracted feeling. Or anger is a very high energy feeling. So someone that has a relationship with their bodies and their emotions can intuitively figure this out. But someone that doesn't and is just feeling intense emotion um, might find this, this quadrant a good map to navigate their interior. Well, yeah, like it's just, I find it's just a simple, a simple method that because, uh, you know, depending on how someone's feeling, there's, it could be triggering, you know, in a way uh, to, to, to ask those questions. And, but I feel like you've, you've invited people in, in a, just a real simple, uh, in, you know, I guess, inviting way. And then I love uh, how, you know, you get your core emotion. I just did it right now and freedom came up, which I was happy to see. <laughs> um, and I also love, you know, that it seems like I've only done this a few times, but then, you know, you get a beautiful quote from someone that, that's been on this show a couple times, Diego Perez. Um, which I'm sure that's intentional. Is it? I mean, he's got so many beautiful lines that exactly. probably about this was just eternity of, of content. Yeah, this was just a way to connect, I guess, the wisdom of young Pueblo, which is, you know, this very inspiring author for, for a lot of us. And and just give a prompt for reflection after you notice what emotion is present. And then you feel yeah, yeah. if you feel you want to engage further, then we recommend content that um, helps you connect with that emotion and work through it. Sure. What? I, I'm curious, just since you you are working or and definitely have worked in kind of, I would say almost like both worlds, right? There's a there's the technology world and fast-paced entrepreneurial, especially tech. I mean, having spent some time, I didn't live in San Francisco, but having spent time, you know, in San Francisco when I was running our our app as well, there's just a, there's a high energy, let's just say. And then you bring in, you know, well-being or mindfulness and, and a lot of these different practices that are kind of the opposite of of slowing down and, you know, capturing the the magic in the stillness of our mind and processing reflecting and stuff like that how have you bridged i guess the messaging like how do you speak to fa other founders and 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 business leaders to get them to listen or or pull them off autopilot essentially oh, that's a great question i'll i'll share with you i think Really, some there was something that shifted after the pandemic where a lot of yeah. leaders noticed that they couldn't continue with the status quo and the same rhythm of such an accelerated pace because their employees were suffering, their families yeah. were suffering, and it's real. So, for example, I'll share an example today. We are piloting B2B uh, business model and we are talking with, you know, a not even known company in Colombia that is a call center okay. and has 5,000 people 
receiving phones and, and giving phone calls. And they did a study of the levels of anxiety in their employees. And it was like 90%. Like everyone is like really, really suffering. And they were like asking for something that they could give their employees. You know, the HR head, the CEO, they were like, give us tools. Like we need to help our people manage their emotions, regulate their nervous systems. Like it's a difficult job to be, you know, calling people and everyone hangs up on you and and just dealing with that pressure in, in the workplace. And, and so the leaders are noticing that they need to offer these breathing spaces and this, um, mm. I guess, warmer tools than just exploiting their, their employees for more, for more profit or results. So it's very exciting to see that the companies are coming up to us and, and looking for tools and, and solutions that can really help people transition from a high anxious state to a more self-regulating state. Um, but that said, you're right. We were still struggling with the fast-paced um, rhythm of, of meeting the results that investors are asking from us and working tons of hours, like beyond yeah. beyond what is, I guess, humanly acceptable. And, and we've had to re reevaluate and, and take some pauses and like try, because we are such a young company, not even two years. And we, part of the work yeah. that I've been doing is to also create a wellness culture internally and have certain guidelines on, okay, if we do travel, then we need two days of rest after intense production for travel or like don't take red eye flights because that's so tolling on the nervous system. Like, you know, simple measures yeah. that can help us really put our well-being in the, in, in the front, not just the results of the company. Sure. Oh, I have to keep pulling on that thread. Is there like, what other conversations have you had as a, as a founding team around just, I guess, setting the example of, of how you want the culture. Cause you know, as you're growing, there's more people that will come into the team as well. And it's, it's one of those things like if they see this being done, you know, like I love the idea of when there's travel and, and definitely when there's intense, you know, product sprints or meetings and whatnot to schedule in that rest and recovery. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause I mean, when we take it out of the context of business and startups and whatnot and put it in the context of elite athletes, yeah. I mean, that's normal, right? And it's it's not much different, though, in terms of, of the level of energy that is being put into something. It's just maybe the, the uh, it, it may not be, you know, basketball or hockey or soccer or something, but it's, if not uh, as intense, if not more sometimes when it comes to creating products and services and whatnot. But for whatever reason, we, d- we don't think about that or often the rest and recovery is, is, is neglected. And it's just, it's like we're running these 12 hour high intensity workouts of a, for our minds nonstop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Something's got to give. That same right? conversation was brought up. Like intense sprints need to be like paired with a few days of rest. And so we yeah. were exploring with the notion of not having meetings on Monday. 
Okay. So just have a day where, because Mondays are always hectic. <laughs> like everyone yeah, wants yeah. to get the, everything done on Monday, have all the meetings on Monday. And we said, let's turn <laughs> that logic the other way around. Like no meetings on Monday. You focus on on what you know, you because our strategic meetings were on Friday. And so okay. we would have the weekend to like, you know, rest, repair, Mondays to focus. And then on Tuesdays, okay, show up with your best. So that was, we experimented with that a little bit. And also we had on Thursdays, we had um, Vibras session. So Vibras, which is vibe, like the vibe, it's like reviving. Um, Since since we kept growing our technology team, um, whether it was external contractors or internal teams, some of the engineers were not familiar at all with somatic practices or meditation or mindfulness. And so we really wanted to bring that knowledge and create a common practice with the team. So I would guide, you know, a simple 10, 12 minute exercise of moving, breathing, connecting, and like our mental state shifted, even if it was guided on Zoom, like there, there's yeah. a very, very real effect when you come together to do movement, to breathe together, and to offer these like practices that are very simple, but that you know, someone that has not been familiar with the effects of doing work with the mind and the body. It was really, really beautiful to to start creating a culture from the embodiment place. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, I have to ask, and this is a bit of a, a selfish question on on because some of the work that I do with with teams, because I'm I'm sure you, you come up against this. Once someone experiences the the practices that that you're describing, in my case, often it's it's uh, f- even a few few minutes of guided breath work or some journaling prompts it you know there's a palpable shift in in energy but to get to that point is where i find it still tricky depending on the audience i mean i would you know i'm making assumptions here but i'm assuming given the engineering team is working on 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 you know your your app and your product there's some buy in there of course on the practices but if you think of of other founders and whatnot and teams that are maybe outside of our space, um, you know, it's not as well, it's hard to, to communicate what they're going to feel. I'm curious if you've, if you found any solutions to this around messaging or the conversation or like how you navigate this with, uh, with other teams or whether, whether that's through, you know, your, your work with your current company or just as a healer in general. Yeah, great question. I mean, I definitely found some resistance from people that are just, they were clearly uncomfortable, no? Of like putting their, you know, yeah, yeah. and they're like dancing. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I try to bring a little humor into this. And I also, I think I stand on on my role as a facilitator without feeling that I need to, um like have everyone like me. Like I'm very, I like that. I'm very direct. And I'm like, please put your video. Like we need to see you. 
put your shame away. It's going to be just eight minutes. Like we are all going to grow from this. I like, I'm very direct. I really, I love bringing the best out of people with my directive, assertive voice. And although it could feel like, oh, wow, you're putting them on the spot, but it's actually for the benefit of all of us at the later on. Yeah. But you have a very calm energy. I, I, I mean, let's say, unless there's a whole other no, no, side no. of you that I'm not picking up on you. I mean, I can't even imagine what direct calm, looks like from direct. Marie. It's exactly how I'm just saying it right now. Like, I'm like, please put your video yeah. on. Like, we're all going to benefit yeah. from this. Um, I can give you adjustments if I can see your body. So Because some people... You know, mm-hmm. they would never even put their video on. I'm like, I need to see you. I need to feel you. Like, let me yeah. let me guide you. And if I if I can see you, I can be a bit more precise with my instructions. And um, and then we did have a few outings where we were together in physical presence, and that I could say that really was helpful because, yeah. Um, I mean, I can tell all of the engineers came came and talked to me and they were like, oh my goodness. Like I feel my body is like less stressed. I don't have tension in my neck. Like I've never felt so free and expanded, like with just simple practices. So it was really, I think just dropping those those seeds that then later grow in in their own embodied awareness. Um, It's always better in person in digital, yeah. we do our best, but you you can combine physical presence with digital. I think that's that grows more. Sure. <laughs> and what are some of these simple practices that that you're teaching and putting the team through and and facilitating? Yeah. Well, so I have a, I have a background in movement, yeah. many different types of movement, from dance to yoga to Qigong and energy cultivation. And also I'm a trained somatic coach. So we, I bring awareness to the narratives that live in our body posture. And so mm. really bringing awareness to how our body posture is showing how we are feeling internally and guiding people through the exploration of, you know, shoulders, spine movement, chin, hands, okay. basic somatic exercises that help you notice how you're feeling and then energy cultivation with qigong is just you know it's an ancestral wisdom tradition that has a very palpable effect when you do some visualizations and movement and and breathing that really enhance your vitality and uh, give you a sense of wholeness so combining can you explain a bit of that marie i mean i i'm like high level aware of of qigong but i i that's it so like what what can what could i or we expect if we go a little deeper in that that practice well using the technology metaphor like how you charge your phone you plug into the yeah. electricity right like you plug into the yeah. electric charge so you you would say how do you charge your energy as a body has a human body and you say Mm. okay you eat food but that's only one way to charge your energy to recharge in qigong we recharge with the cosmic forces and the cosmic forces might sound very ethereal but it's very basic it's the electromagnetic field of the earth 
and the cosmic yeah. field of, you know, the space above us. So okay. if you think about it, our bodies are like antennas that are connected with the earth and space. So we live okay. in a planet that's floating in space. So there's a real cosmic energy above our heads and there's a real electromagnetic field of the earth. And so with Qigong, you circulate that awareness of the stable, warm energy of the earth and the clear, mm. soothing energy of the stars or the, or the cosmos. And oh, just listening to you, it feels refreshing. <laughs> exactly. It's very refreshing. And, and it's, very, it's very good for the nervous system. Like, I just love doing it. Just, yeah. it's, it's a basic practice that I'm sure you've heard, grounding, earthing. Take out your shoes and yeah. go and connect with the grass. It's as simple as that. But you bring in a little bit more awareness of visualization. Uh, so a simple exercise, okay. just to be more concrete, we would call this the micro-orbit circulation. So you inhale. Oof. Yeah, I'll okay. do it. I mean, I won't start up. Like yeah. you inhale and you bring your arms up. Okay. And you visualize that the energy is coming from your feet all the way up to your sternum sorry, to your sacrum, all the way up through your vertebrae, all the way up to your head. And then as you exhale, you bring your mm. hands down and you feel the energy going down from your forehead to your chin, your mm. chest, down to your perineum. And that way you're circulating from the back of the body to the frontal body, back body, frontal body. And you're bringing earth energy up, cosmic energy down. And that's it. And you just basically open your channels of awareness of your feet and all of your vertebrae yeah. and your forehead and your head. And you start feeling how you're like washing or cleansing your dense energy with the help of the cosmic forces. Yeah. It's like an energetic bath. It's an energetic bath. Exactly. Actually, we call it the light bath. <laughs> okay. I like it. Uh, baños de luz in Spanish. <laughs> The light bath and the micro orbit is just really you. You could see that this is in connection with Taoist practices or Chinese medicine, where you have the meridians yeah. that are circulating inside the body. So you just visualize those meridians being filled with light, and it's so soothing for the nervous system. Yeah. So do you? So for you personally, have you? How do you use these practices in relation to, you know, like tough business situations or your, uh, you, like you said, you, the, the company's a couple of years old. I mean, you have a certain, just being part of this show, there's, there's some funding there. So that's one big step, obviously, but there's a whole, you know, journey, obviously in, in this, in the startup world. How have you uh, intentionally injected some of these practices just so you know you can help this company thrive through through your own work not not just you know what you're facilitating with the team but for you personally mm, great question so as i was mentioning that the vibras session that we would have on friday on thursdays it would start with three micro orbit circulations as we just did today, okay. like inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling the earth energy and the cosmic energy. And 
at the beginning there was like, okay, why are you talking about cosmic energy? Like this is this is awkward for some people, but then they would feel it. They would yeah. feel it, and you could see it in their mental relax in the relaxation in their eyes, less tension in the jaw, like vitality in their expression. So I think there's like a a learning curve at the beginning that you need to overpass that resistance of being unfamiliar with these concepts. But then mm-hmm. later on, it it gets instilled in the culture, and people would come up to me and say, like, where, like, how can I find more about this? Like, what happened? Yeah, I was feeling tingling. I was feeling energized. Like, so I always come back to the truth of like, we all have bodies. We all inhabit a body, and everybody. Everybody, everybody's body wants to be in health and, and move and, and have yeah. more sense of spaciousness instead of contraction. So these are two words we use a lot, contract and expand, contract and expand. And I think stress, anxiety, fear are all contractions. Yeah. Well, we use this movement of expansion, contraction with breath, with movement, and it's a very simple term without using any terminology of cosmic or Eastern traditions or new age stuff, yeah. like very physical. Are you contracted mm-hmm. or are you expanded? Are you available? It's like we have to trick people at first yeah. a little bit, right? Don't use the real words, just kind of get them in until they feel it to your point. And then all of a sudden it's all, it's all you know, game is on. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. So contract and expand. No, no, that I think that really resonated with people because they could feel themselves when they're stressed and they they could feel their contraction. It almost feels like you're like pointing exactly at the pain. Oh, yeah, I'm contracted. I'm not showing up in the best way. Like, you know, I'm micromanaging you or I'm like, sure, um, just being erratic and impulsive and. So once these words are out in the common conversation, I think we can all like look at each other and it's like, I sense you're contracted. Like, why don't we take a few breaths and, and, mm. and go, go more towards expanded available space of listening. Okay. What is your, what do your mornings and evenings look like? Do you have any, you know, uh, consistent rituals or routines that, help your definitely help your mind but also of course your spirit and body and it's, it's all connected your energy and so forth yes i i thrive on rituals and i've spent years like experimenting with different ones but i would say consistently waking up and drinking my hot water with lemon and a pinch of salt and hydrating at the same time looking at the sun just getting some mm. sunlight and doing some of the circulation movements at Qigong, particularly moving my spine, my hips, and expanding my ribcage to get more oxygen. Um, so that was, for many years, it was yoga. I think now I'm more into Qigong and this okay. energetic subtlety. And then just... Whether it is like doing some workout or actually doing a meditation, like it depends on my level of energy. Sometimes I need more stillness in the morning. Sometimes I need more 
like going out for a walk um, or doing some cycling, like activating. Sure. Um, and I, I think I, I love practicing Qigong, like a proper one hour sequence later in the evening as, okay. as the sun is settling before dinner. Like, I think that's, I've found that that's my best hour, like around six. And what does that give you? It gives me serenity, like calm mm. and like, um, it almost feels as you were, as we were saying, another type of shower, like, like I shower yeah. in the morning, but this is an energetic shower. Uh, and it's a moment where I can like disconnect from the day, really cleanse my, my mind and my thoughts and just go into the feeling space. Yeah. And that way. Well, it seems like a nice bookend for the day. Exactly. That way I, I, I disconnect from screens later on and, and I'm not on the mental like track, no, because you, 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 you don't rest really well if you don't, if you don't like calm your thoughts. So doing embodiment for sure helps me kind of wind down from the intensity of the day. Love it. Are there any questions that, as founders, we're not asking that we should be asking for our, our health and, and minds right now that you're, you know, that just intuitively come to mind? Bro. I mean, well, great question. In my, I guess there's all these conversations around artificial intelligence and how that's going to replace our humanity or whatever, or it's put yeah. in, in question. And it's clear that it's unstoppable. There is a huge accelerated mm -hmm. advancement of these technologies permeating all of our lives. And I am now, I'm about to become a mother. So I'm really thinking about, Congratulations. How I, thank you. How am I going to educate my kid in the use of technology? And I think the question would be, how do I continue to how do we as founders continue to celebrate and inquire into our humanity? Like well, there's there's so much richness in what makes us human. Conversations, touch, um, our energies, our our relatedness, our emotions, like all this intangible richness that is what makes us complex human beings like yeah um i want to continue always exploring and celebrating it and so are are the products that we are designing dumbing that down like making it homogenous or are we mm -hmm. celebrating diversity and more inquiry and more connectedness yeah that's a beautiful question. I mean, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to put a, a bookmark on that and journal on that question first thing tomorrow morning. That's a really, really powerful prompt. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Last question for you. Just, you know, as, as we sit here today, what, what's making you smile these days? <laughs> well, this thing about becoming a mother, I'll be, I'll be, a mo I'll, I'll, the birth, the birth will be in a month, so it's really. Oh wow! I'm in my eighth month, and it's a oh such a joyous moment of like, you know, just stating the miracle of life. 
in inside yeah. and um, working still in in Oye and like you know designing my transition as I as I I go out and and take some time off. It's making yeah. me smile that we've created a beautiful product that I'm proud of. So it almost feels like it's a second child, right? Like I'm I'm birthing my yeah. real human child, but also I've birthed it, I've helped birth a product that I'm proud of in the world. And um just the aesthetics, the rhythm of the practices, the content, like mm-hmm. I am happy. It feels like a culmination of many years of of research and combining multidisciplinary thinking and and collaborations and so i'm i'm happy about that i'm happy about yeah as you should be (laughs) i mean i for one am am grateful and thankful and and excited that there's there's someone uh like yourself Uh, and i know there's a whole team of course but that's behind you know uh, a beautiful use of technology in uh what, what what you're all building uh, and you can feel, I mean, you can definitely feel the design elements in, in the experience as you walk through the app. And yeah, I just, uh, I'm excited to see more of this, of course, in different, in different aspects and different categories. But it's, it's exciting to see that there's people devoting a lot of energy and, and almost, you know, I'd say like their life's work in a way to providing access to these, these practices and, and, and connecting with themselves and others and so forth. So, so thank you. Mm. Thank you, Mark, yeah. for resonating so much. Your questions have been really beautiful, helping me integrate also what we've created and uh, help. Thank you for, for like giving us this space to talk more about what's behind creating such products. Like there's, as you say, a lot of intentionality and a lot of thoughtfulness behind it. So I hope your audience and, and the people that come to your program are inspired in what we've created and and yeah we're always open to connecting with other other founders and other people that are interested in in the same mission and just share knowledge yeah. share experiences and where can people find more about uh oye well so our website is www.oye.co co and then uh our social channels it's oye.wellness and OYE okay. is O-Y-E, for, for those of you who don't know. And you can connect with us on Instagram or our website. And we are currently in our website offering a 21-day challenge to go okay. move from fear to trust. Ooh, who doesn't want that? Yeah, so, <laughs> so you enroll, it's a free, and our app is free until December. So you can just download it on the Android or uh, Apple platforms and it's in English and in Spanish. So you can enroll uh, in the challenge or you can just download the app and you'll get recommendations of practices that help you move through those emotions. Incredible. <laughs> Well, thank you again for your time. And, you know, I just want to say that many human that's about to come to this this physical planet is one lucky person to to have you as as their mom. So um, I wish you all the best in, in, in that delivery and all the exciting journey t- to come. Thank you so much, Mark. 